2: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
4: hey it's Pat Boyle in for Mraz. Mraz and Bogish in for DA. And on this Best of the DA Show on a Target Demo Friday is the pressure now off the Celtics after forcing a game six. Plus, your best audio of the day in soundcheck, including Aaron Boone getting ejected again. Greg Caserta is back for another edition of Canadian Bacon, and it could be a historic one. Plus, it is a Target Demo Friday, and your epic fail to the best of the DA show, and we kick off your Memorial Day weekend. It's now.
5: Yesterday we spent, well for two days we spent, because we had no other NBA games to react to, talking about whether the Celtics can conjure up the 0-4 Red Sox and come back from three games to none down. Bogus had a lot of hot takes. And yesterday, in fact, we had a poll question on what last night's game was. Well, guess what? For the Miami Heat, I guess they treated it like it wasn't nice to have it because they didn't have it. They lose 110, 97 and now the series shifts back to Miami for a game six. There was a little bit of an out-of-context quote about Jimmy Butler-Garantino winning game six. But it does ask us the question, well, two questions. A, do we view this series now as simply a typical 3-2 series in NBA lore? Or, in which case all the pressure is now off Boston? Or, do we still have to realize this was a 3-0 series and they're only halfway done and the driver's seat still lands with the heat? It is where we begin It's your cold
4: open. Tatum, deep on the left side against Max Struess. Dribbles him to the elbow. He exposes the ball. Highsmith knocked it away. Butler knocked it away. But it's saved. To Horford, kick out. Derek White for three. Boy,
2: that dude been spot on. Derek yeah, White. He is yeah. making them. He's making them pay. Seventeen points for Derek White on nine shots here in Game Five. Celtics by 19. Just
0: having
6: that defensive mindset, um, we're able to get stops, which allowed us to get out and run and uh, get good looks. So um, we got to have that mindset.
5: Uh, for the rest of the series.
2: On
4: a lot of bio, stripped of the ball by Marcus Smart. Grant Williams dives to the floor and has it. And the Celtics, who didn't force steals all year long, have forced a ton of them tonight. Tatum in the paint, takeout. Marcus wants that knockout three. Got it.
2: boy, that dude is cooking.
4: One of our assistants put it in great perspective. Uh, which the season's like nine months long, and we just had a bad week. Sometimes you have a bad week at work, and. Uh, You know, we obviously didn't pick the best time to have a bad week, but we did, and um, we're sticking together and uh, fighting like hell to keep it alive, and the guys are, are really coming together. The Boston Celtics win game four facing elimination. They win game five facing elimination, and the Celtics have taken their talents and the series back to South Beach. Game six on Saturday night.
2: One game doesn't lead to the next game. Based on all the experience that we've had, yeah, It doesn't matter in the playoffs. It doesn't matter if you
4: lose by whatever. Um, you know, we beat them by whatever in game three. It just doesn't matter. I
2: don't believe it! The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, park It's DA's top story. Here he goes! It's your cold open.
5: All right, you're John Grandy. Cedric Maxwell on Celtics Radio. You heard Derek White. You heard at the end Eric Spolstra. And uh, I missed. Who's the middle one we heard from? Joe there? Missoula. Oh, Missoula. That's right. Okay. So, bogues, last night I think there's a couple things that are prevalent. Number one, Gabe Vincent not playing ends up being, I think, a really big deal for Miami because it completely shortens where they're at. But with that. Which is not enough from there. You know, Jimmy Butler can't score 14 points in this game. Bam, Bam out of They're, you know, 16 points. Duncan Robinson, their lead with 18 points. You couldn't get a guy in the 20s. Okay, big issue. But, with that, the Celtics get obviously widespread scoring, including Derek White, who has a monstrous game from behind the arc, going 6 for 80, has 24 points in this game. He's the Celtics leading scorer. Uh, Tatum and Brown each pitch in 21. And look, at 110-97, this is, what, a 13-point win. What's the difference in the game? The Celtics hit seven more threes. They could not miss from behind the arc. That's a 21-point difference. You do the math. 13-point win. Yeah, the threes absolutely were the difference. And I actually think, to me, a death blow in this game, Bogues, happened to start that second quarter. And it was kind of a sign that Boston was going to continue to not miss from behind the arc. The lead is uh, 35-20. It's 15 points at the end of the first quarter. But we've seen this, right? A team starts off hot. You could slow down. I felt it was so crucial for Miami to come out, get a stop, get the first basket, start to close that within 10 and get themselves feeling good on a run early in the second quarter. Instead, the Celtics start that second quarter, come right down, and Jalen Brown hits the second three of the t- uh, uh, of the game at that point. And 15-18, to 18, already to start the second corner, I think just kind of already felt, might sound crazy, already felt like a spot for Miami where they were going to continue to swim upstream all game long. And the crowd was into it. The crowd was rocking, and this is why I think the 0-4 Red Sox thing does matter in a weird way, because that's a fan base, at least in that home situation, and they will be that way in a Game 7, where, you know, I I don't know if you've been this way, Bogues, but I think we talked about this with Boyle early in the year with the Knicks being down, whatever it was, 3-1 in a series and trying to win a Game 6. Yeah, A lot of fans will enter an arena more nervous, more scared, more feeling like they're arriving at a funeral. But if you have a good-fueled fan base that feels motivated in a spot like this when your team is extremely down in a series, they can uplift you. That crowd was rocking last night. And I think they're rocking because they're the one crowd in America, or you know that's not a hockey crowd, that has seen it before. Their baseball team coming back from 3-0, and I think that was a major deal last night.
0: No doubt the crowd helped, but I want to go back to your first point on all that. So what you're saying is... Miami was singing, What's My Weakness? And the answer is three-point defense.
5: What's my weakness? Yeah. Three point What's D. my weakness? Three-point D.
0: This series is, we are alive and well now, right? I mean, game four, yeah. the Celtics win. You can get a little bit excited. We can dismiss the idea of a gentleman sweep. They do that last night in game five.
5: On gentleman is in play.
0: I guess it is. Um Although this seems too nice for the Heat to let them win twice and put themselves in this kind of danger to go back home having to win Game 6. And the last cut in the cold open from Eric Spolscher, interesting one to me. He may be the best coach on the planet right now, so it's hard to argue with him. But the beginning of the clip is one game doesn't lead to the other. Except that game four led into game five because right. the things the Celtics did well in game four are the things they did well again in game five and Miami didn't stop the three-point defense and turnovers. It's 32 turnovers for Miami and it's led like 55 Celtic points over yeah. the last two games. So game four did become game five. Plus they didn't have Game Gabe Vincent who got hurt in game four. So this series is very much alive Miami still has the advantage of being home, obviously, but it's time to get to really buy in. And I don't—we talked about the gambling numbers yesterday too. I don't know what's changed this morning, but today it's now time to buy in on there or at least being a game seven in Boston Monday night. Can't tell you who would win it, but it's looking more and more likely like we're going to get that Monday night, and then for us back here Tuesday morning.
5: Yeah, I think the Heat are going to win in Game Six. I do uh, because of this. I think that the, there's a lot of I saw a lot of this late last night on Twitter because again I couldn't sleep as I throat is closing. I mean I guess I slept better, but anyway that nobody cares about my sleep. I uh, I saw a lot of this on Twitter. Basically, well you know Miami just feels overwhelmed. No shot. This that the other thing. I think that we we understand the mentality of this Heat team. We understand the mentality of Jimmy Butler, the leader here. You know the Celtic team now. All of a sudden we could trust them. <clears throat> You haven't been able to trust them for years in some of these spots to close out and win series. Now all of a sudden they win two games at the being down three zero. They are only halfway home on this accomplishment. And again, one hundred fifty zero shows you how impossible what they are doing is. Now, if they law if they want to game six, what I love the Celtics in a game seven after what I saw from that crowd last time, I probably would. But I think Miami is going to find a way here. So I think the pressure still remains on Boston. I, I don't basically I don't think they've accomplished a damn thing yet. They are still a team that was down 3-0. They're still the Boston Celtics facing an 8-seed. However, you know, maybe underrated as an 8-seed the Celtics might have been. They have to figure this out and win a Game 6. I'm not so sure they will. And I think that the Heat and Jimmy Butler, you know, look, he's not going to score in the teens in Game 6. They're going to figure out a way. But me and you, look, we might be, the next time we reunite on Tuesday morning, we might be coming off a of Game 7. And I guess in a selfish way radio-wise, we're probably rooting for that. 8 Five, five, two, one, two, four, two, two, seven. Ah So? You ready for a big weekend, folks? Are you? Lions I, uh, Roar? What the hell is that? That was cool, right? I've been working on that sound to try to clear my throat. You sound like the girl from the ring. Yeah, that was pretty cool, huh? No. It
0: was no. weirdly long, and yeah. it made me nervous for a second, like it was never going to end, or you were actually broken. So I'm glad you at least recovered from it.
5: I am broken. So, again, we, it's a target on Friday. We want to know how you're listening, where you're listening, what you have planned for this Memorial Day weekend. By the way, it, begging the question, is it a hot dog weekend, a burger weekend, or a Ooh. seafood weekend?
0: Why can't? Why has it be one of those three things? Can well, it be all what, of
5: them? What are you most looking forward to eating this weekend? Maybe I should ask that for talking to them up front. I'll ask you, folks.
0: Uh, that's a good one. Um, I'm all over the map this weekend. So tonight we are having our delayed birthday party from my 12-year-old daughter. Okay. And we have a 7.30 under the lights literally game. So simultaneously wow. we have the coolest night on our baseball calendar – And I've got 15 preteen girls in my backyard tonight eating pizza, doing TikToks, watching a movie.
5: So your wife taking the birthday party, you're taking the baseball?
0: Yeah, but then I've got to go home mid-baseball game to be the IT guy and get the movie projector going in the backyard, then go back to the Little League field. So tonight's tonight's a lot. Tonight, we got to get to tomorrow morning, and then the weekend really starts. Tonight's almost like a second job.
5: Okay. All right. I think I'm looking forward... I just want to eat dongs all weekend. I Mm. really do. I want to get the dong season started. I want taco dip dongs. I want ketchup dongs. I want to throw them down my face. I want to throw them down my face. And by the way, yesterday I got the pool steps in as I sliced my hand. The pool water is surprisingly warm enough. Uh, Shawnee will, will find his way into the pool this weekend.
0: Walk me through a taco dip dog? What's that?
5: Well, you know, we've all been to the barbecues. You know taco dip, right? I mean, it's got either cream cheese or sour cream on the bottom. It's got that chili with, like, the taco cheese then on it. and You bake the whole thing together. Like a
0: seven-layer dip, yeah, that kind of thing? Okay. Yeah.
5: You know, you don't, you don't really need to go as far as having the guac, but it's mainly the bean, the cream cheese type of stuff, the shredded cheese. So when you throw that out at a barbecue or a party on a table, bar, whatever it mm-hmm. is, then as it kind of congeals and you see, like, the edges of it, you keep that. The moment the hot dogs come off the grill... Load a couple up with that. You got chili dogs with taco dip on it.
3: Selling a little or a lot?
1: Thank you
2: presents this program in color an educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in they can fire you but they can't eat you and they run through our ass like through a tin horn man and we could not stop them the audio you need to hear it's da soundcheck all
5: right Bogues. Let's get it going with Grant Williams last night, who maybe gets congratulated a little too hard by Jalen Brown after the Game 5 win.
6: The energy was tremendous. Um, we had to do our job to make sure we get it back here. That's number one goal. Uh, take care of the next game, one game at a time. We can't look Woo. too far ahead. Ouch. And um, <laughs> make sure that we... God. Good job, Grant.
5: <laughs>
6: um, we got to make sure we take this one game at a time and make sure that we um, just make sure we stay together.
5: Did he hit them Hit him in a bad spot?
0: I don't, I, I've not seen the video. I don't know if Boyle knows what it looks like, but it sounds like he smacked
4: him on the back twice. I think he gets him right on his tuchus. Oh, ah, okay. Oh, oh on the back the right on the butt,
5: he, right on the butt cheeks. He definitely had a private parts area reaction. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah. There's you also. You ever have
5: like an odd friend who, I don't know, after a big moment thinks they're funny and might like, this is the wrong thing to say, but grab an area that shouldn't be grabbed thinking it's funny?
0: I've never had it grabbed. I've had it knocked. I've had it punched.
5: Yeah. Thinking that
0: it's like funny, like a yeah. little flick of the wrist, but I've never had it grabbed.
5: Well, grab's the wrong word. I don't okay, mean- good. Pu- I don't mean pulling it out like the guts of a pinata. I just mean- <laughs> I don't know. Like a like a, a cupped motion. Those people are the worst. to Get lost. Those
0: people are criminals. What are you talking about?
5: They technically are. It's technically
4: illegal, but you I know s- what? Yeah, I mean. it's assault. No, but no, it's- That's I mean, assault, brother. <laughs> Anybody get that movie right That's a Billy Madison. Yes. Uh, no, I mean, college baseball, we used to spank each other pretty hard. Pull that. We'll isolate <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, I ain't pulling it, so so Billy yes. G's going to have to pull it out in the newsroom. You know what I mean. After somebody, Have Terry Bilotti pull that one. Somebody comes home on a wild pitch. Somebody gets a, a ribby single. They come in. You, you spank them. You spank them as they're coming down the dugout line. All right, as long as that's where it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine.
5: Out in public, goes, pants yeah, those, on, good. Those Midwest college, basketball, college baseball road trips, I don't want to know nothing about. Okay.
0: There's also a good video that our friend Chris Lepresti showed us yesterday from Hurricanes and Panthers when Matthew Kachuk scored the pseudo-overtime ending goal in Game 4. And Paul Maurice, the head coach of um, the Panthers, like, basically kidney punches... In his his assistant, and the assistant's like, dude, what are you doing? There's a really (laughs) awkward moment where Maurice is really (laughs) uptight and excited, and he just goes boom right in this guy's left (laughs) kidney. And he's like, what
2: are you doing?
0: They're friends, I assume, I still think. Um, All right, let's get to Gilbert Arenas.
2: The NBA is not built off of that, they don't survive off that. They never have. (laughs) Tim Duncan was four rings in, and when he went to go win his fifth one, we said, oh, this is boring. (laughs) <laughs> nobody wants to see Tim Duncan in the Spurs in the championship that's just facts no matter how many rings they won no one really cared about the Spurs like that you know Jokic can win his championship so no that's- one's gonna care let's just be honest I'm sorry he's not gonna go from where he is right now to this super mega star because he's not doing anything kids wanna see it's the players their personality um, you know Jokic is, is, is great but he doesn't have
0: it So that's Gilbert explaining and kind of backing up of a gaining momentum conversation that the Nuggets are boring, and his point is because they're led by a big guy like the Spurs were, that's why they're boring.
5: See, okay, I don't find Joel Embiid boring, and I don't think the NBA does because he has a personality to go with it, and folks, I think one of the the best parts of the playoffs has been watching... Jokic absolutely just steamroll people in the paint, and the way he shoots from beyond the arc, he's got the most awkward shot that always goes in, where basically just extends his arms over his head, and he's paired with Jamal Murray, who does everything exciting that the Warriors best players do with these some of these shots, so I don't understand how the Nuggets are boring, although here's where I'll agree with him. I think the NBA thought they were boring because we've known the Nuggets have been pretty good for a couple of years now, and we don't get true exposure outside of late TNT games on a Thursday
0: night. Yeah, I um, that's probably the better point, but I, I've always thought the Nuggets were intriguing because of Jokic, and because yeah. other people were not paying attention to them, plus they throw in some cool unis every once in a while as well. This has been a fun team, and you know my affinity for the Utah Jazz and Joe Ingles. Yeah. Right, right there is... is have been the Nuggets, and now they're actually living up to and exceeding expectations. And I don't know what people are missing about Jokic, but on top of all the basketball stuff he does, he's not an Adonis. I mean, he's a whatever, seven foot pudgy. On times, unathletic-looking guy who's ridiculously athletic. He's got two knucklehead brothers who were tossed in Michael Malone in the air after they won, they beat the Lakers in the sweep like a soccer celebration. I think if you think they're boring, you're not paying enough attention to how actually entertaining they are.
5: I completely agree. They are uh, this post-game celebra- uh, discussions, press conferences always important. By the way, I mean, look, if you got a nice, fun six, seven-game series. The world is and the country, if you care about the NBA, is going to be captivated if you already weren't by Jokic. And I think Arenas will be wrong. By the way, what's more exciting, bringing a gun to a locker room, Gilbert? Is that more exciting? 855-212-4227. Oof.
6: Shots fired, right, Merez?
5: I'm just saying, Gilbert Arenas is... The, you know, that's always the, the easy comeback, calm down. You know, before you're knocking other people in the NBA. Andy Reid, by the way, not a fan of the new fair catch rules in the NFL.
1: My thing is, where does it stop, right? So you start taking pieces and, um, you know, we'll see how this goes. But you don't want to take too many pieces away or you be playing flag football.
5: I always love the the NFL coaches love whenever a rule changes to do the old, it's going to become flag football. By the way, flag football still awesome. I love flag football. <laughs> and, I, and, and if you think it's one of years we all wouldn't watch flag football if it was designed the same way as the NFL, we would.
4: And you're a champion.
5: Of course, of course. Hmm. But that being said, I again some coaches are telling you they are if you have a really good kicker, they're gonna to try to squib kick that this could actually be the opposite of flag football, which is what some of these people want safety reasons. So I think the NFL has done much longer steps towards flag football before. I don't think that this is it. Look, I don't know enough about the speed of special teams to know really how this is gonna play out, but I know this. I already was barely seeing kick returns. So if this means it goes from, let's just make up a percentage, uh, 11% of kicks returned to 7%, then is that going to feel that much different? I want to see the quarterbacks, the running backs, the wide receivers, the pass rushers out there making the
6: plays.
0: Yeah, I think what the NFL said was 38% of kicks are returned right now, and they estimate that this would drop it to 31% of them. But, okay. but there's a bigger – the decrease of that leads to a bigger increase of – non-concussions. so, like the 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 you know the 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 pro safety rate goes up more than the kickoff return rate goes down. But then I was listening to Mike Florio on Pat McAfee yesterday say, and i I don't know how you can actually back this sentence up, but his point was that the NFL was like fudging the numbers that they said there oh. were like twenty nine concussions. On kickoff Kendall returns.
5: Roy? Kendall Roy?
0: But here's what I don't understand. And I and I and the clip I watched didn't have any further, like, explanation. But he said coaches went back and watched and only saw eight concussions. But, like, that's not how this works. Like, maybe only eight guys were knocked unconscious on kickoff returns. Right. But you don't know what happens after the fact. You're not immediately, as we've seen and we know, it can take a minute for think symptoms to develop issues to show up. so I'm not sure how trustworthy that sentence is, but it goes back to what we talked about I guess Tuesday, right was all of the ways that Goodell and Company finagled this through <laughs> what they promised, clearing the room so there was no there were nobody there were no naysayers in the room to push back and they just figured out a way to make this go in and and now we have it and now Andy read things from playing flag football.
6: It also eliminates jobs for special teams aces. So you're seeing those guys less and less guys that it are on does. cover teams. And you're seeing more teams now go for it on fourth down. So there's less punting in the game. So so that's like, but aren't those guys that we know best, aren't they the
0: punt guys, not the kickoff but defense guys? They do both, don't they? Yeah,
5: yes and no. Yeah, they're you're gunners. right. You're right. They're still, they're, still, they're still needed on punt, but the punt formation is so different. Two, where you're not just completely spread out like that. Like I know the Giants have specifically these two guys, Carter Coughlin and Cam Brown, and I I believe the belief is only now one of them will probably make the team right. because of the less importance of special teams.
0: Uh, we've got a bonus sound check. Yeah, most humans just give us three. Boyle gives us four. Hard, Hard guy. not
1: guy. <laughs> <laughs> <We, we, laughs> right like you guys
0: sweet? Uh, we finished with baseball. Aaron Boone. Apparently hates managing the Yankees. He keeps getting thrown out of games. Fourth time this season. I think they've all been in the last 10 days. (laughs) This time upset uh, with the home plate umpire. I'm not advocating for the Robo.
6: Um, You know, I think these guys do, for the most part, a great job and work really hard at it. And you know, there's going to be when you're playing for a lot. There's going to be some issues from time to time. Simple as that. And and you know, I, I definitely, from definitely from a pitch
0: count, th- I thought it hurt hurt Clark a little bit, who I thought threw the ball really well against a tough lineup.
5: Booney was fired up last night, so I watched this game. I'm actually surprised this is not a bigger story today because while he didn't do a hawk back. It appeared as if, accidentally, he spit on the ump last night. He was so fired up and so in his face that saliva was flying out. Now, I think anybody with a brain would say he's not spitting on him. But, anytime moisture out of your mouth lands on an ump's face, I thought this was going to be a big deal this morning. Booney's got to calm down a little bit. Just calm down. We get it. You've shown the fire. If that's the only thing you got is fire, we don't need you to get thrown out every other day. I want more. Why? I love it. I mean, it is. It's exciting when you see an ump get when a, when you see a manager get tossed. Here's but here's the problem, Boyle. Come on, Booney's still managing the game from the locker room. No, he's not. Yes, yes he is. is. No, but also, not.
0: last night, that guy was terrible. He I think was terrible.
4: Edward, Edwin
0: Moscoso. Ed, Edwin, he yeah. also
4: looked like he was 22 years old. Yeah, and, yes. And Boone got his money's worth. And you know what? These umpires, they think they they got these godly egos. Like, they can't be touched. And they, they, they want to make the game about them, so screw you. I love and Boone getting his that's where the money's managers
6: worth. get annoyed is when a guy tries to alpha back. That's when the managers get fired up. Like, older crew chiefs, like older umpires will let them vent. They'll have the discussion, but when a guy turns his back on you, that's when Boone started charging at him again. My thing with Aaron Boone is get your sinuses fixed. I really, I have a really tough time listening to his postgame pressers because he's always sniffling and clearing his throat. That's what I think he needs to do before anything else. He needs an ENT guy? Yeah.
5: It's a great point. I'm going to defend umps and refs here for just real quick before we get to the update. I, you know, good for them. Good for them standing up for themselves. Oh, uh, I disagree. Nope. No, because here's the problem. I agree. There are really bad umpires and refs. Like, we know there are bad people at all their jobs. There's bad morasses on the DA show. We get that. <laughs> but for the most part, these guys just get killed. And their job is harder than ever. And not because they suck more, because we have more technology to see when the human era is really taken into account.
6: They've had it. People have been
5: after their jobs for years. They should stand up for themselves. They're they not, take their no
6: accountability. They're like right. Nothing too. happens to them when they screw up. They're How do you people, know? too.
5: How do you know? They don't get rewarded with playoff games if they're that Because when a guy World blows series. a
6: call, he's not the one that has to talk to the media a lot of times. It's the crew chief. Right. It's a pool report. All right? They don't. What, what happens to them? Did Joe West ever get demoted to the minors? Well, but no. they're not
5: paid as much as the managers because they shouldn't be asking for all of that.
6: And there's a difference
0: between in-house and public accountability. When guys make mistakes and like legitimate mistakes and mistakes that can't happen. Yeah. They might not make the playoffs, but we're not going and cross-checking the ump roster who's in and who's out and going, Oh, okay, fine. He got what was coming, you know, what was coming his way. But when a player or a manager gets suspended or cut or released, we know there are definitely times where they should tell us what the punishment is for umpires, when or referees, whatever. And, you can defend yourself back and forth and in initially disgust in the call. But when the managers lose their mind, almost have to stop. You can't keep the argument going. Throw them out and walk away. Continuing it is always going to be yeah. wrong on their part.
5: Uh, if I was an up I'd get my money's worth, too. <laughs>
2: The sizzle of the best goals. Sing us a song! You're the overtime ending man! The saltiness of the best games. Guys,
3: we're having a good time! Having a good time!
2: We crave the nightly action of the Stanley Cup playoffs.
4: That's a hockey, you know. It's It's only game. Why do you have to be mad? He's a good guy. It's your
2: morning serving of Canadian bacon. Only on the D.A. Show.
5: Alright. A big game number four with the brooms be back out. The crowd is rocking. Don't come a-knocking. It's an hour late. And Greg Caserta is here to insert a, a Canadian bacon. Away we go. It's
0: and the, not
1: funny. Uh, that was really good.
0: That wasn't bad. Most importantly, though, the lanyard is off. I repeat, the lanyard is off. It took one stern conversation from his two uncles, and the lanyard
6: (laughs) is off. Let's grease up those pipes. It's bacon time, baby. So nice to have Tom Doyle across the glass, the king of this fun little segment that we do Uh, here representing all the hard hat guys out there. mm -hmm. Clock out early today. Start your Memorial Day weekend early, and let's get to it. Dallas, Texas, a town in the Old West known for Who Shot JR and Jerry Jones' Wooden Teeth. Backs backs against the wall, full hearts, can't lose. Thursday night lights for the Stars in a can't-lose game four. The Golden Knights were in town looking to pillage the village. A chance to fly home for the Stanley Cup final. Las Vegas, known for broken dreams, $8 prime rib, and Wayne Newton. Danke, (laughs) Shane. Darling, danke, Shane. That means thank you very much in German. And since I did my German voice on my five-winker, I'll spare you that today. But the Golden (laughs) Knights weren't sparing anyone Mraz loves a good spare rib, and William Carlson opened the scoring for the visitors less than five minutes in, but the stars said, nah, son, this is our house. Ken Hitchcock's mustache may be retired, but the stars at night are big and bright. (claps) Deep in the heart of Texas, Jason Robertson on the power play with under five to go in the first, tied it at 1-1. In the second, Jonathan Marchot gave Vegas the lead with about 10 minutes to go. The marksman put the Knights in front two to one. <laughs> Harrison Ford dies in one Credit to the great John Williams for composing that score. But the Stars had a score of their own, and it was J Rob with his second of the night. Jason Robertson's your player of the night. Max Domi slips the pass. Left circle shot off the bar. Curling was
2: Robertson. Then a shot from the right side. Hawkenpaw. Stars still on the attack. Lindell drive. Rebound. Score! Robertson! His second of
4: the game.
2: It's another
6: game-time goal for Jason Robertson. This one late in period two, ties it at two. Josh Bogorat on Stars Radio, 2-2 after two. The Double Deuce, Patrick Swayze, Roadhouse, 1989. Sam Elliott, crack me another banquet beer. No goals in the third, meaning overtime and do or die for Dallas. But they did, and they did it well. Joe Pavelski had your goal of the night. Robertson on the right wing side Got it into the slot Here's Hintz Drags it Saved by Hill He's face down The
2: puck is loose Up top Haskin And left side shot Score! Pavelski
6: A one-timer Joe Pavelski Keeps the Dallas season alive Pavelski drinking from the chalice Like the end of the third Indiana Jones movie Second Harrison Ford reference (laughs) Pete Tabor had your sound of the night
4: well, he's ageless, you know. He he lives for those moments, and, um, you know, he wants to be in those situations,
6: always has, and uh, delivers, you know, almost every time. Back to Sin City, where the stars are hoping it's Win City. Game five is, uh, uh, you already know when it is. Mm. Saturday night, lanyards off, and that's your Thursday, Canadian bacon.
5: All right. Greg Caserta hits us with a bacon, and now... The new master of oinks, if you will. Billy Jockalone comes squealing in from the newsroom. Billy, let's oink it up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Five oinks! Whoa. Two five
5: oinkers oh. for Greg Caserta! Whoa. 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 Whoa! That was pretty freaking good. Billy just jumps. Right. All right. It was pretty freaking good is the wow. quote from the judge. Wow. Okay. So now this is going to be a controversy Very. that sends yeah. shockwaves. It is our first five oinker in the AJ Amendo Mendo, Carrie Bellotti era of life. <laughs> P AJ post AJ, if you will, we had the B AJ era. All right. Here's where the controversy is going to lie. Number Can I just one? say real
6: quick, Marez? Yes. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have given myself a five. I thought Talk my on. first one was a legit five. Yes. Well, I would not have given myself a five on this one. So, uh, Billy, I love you. No,
5: I would say this. I mean, I don't think it's. I think you you were very funny. I think you, in your own little unique way, the the quick quips, the second Harrison Ford reference, you drop in the evil empire thing, right? That is the evil empire song or Connect. whatever. Mm. All right, think it's called
0: the March of the Empire. The March would, of the Empire. Yeah,
5: yeah right.
6: Star Wars okay. Sucks.
5: <laughs> I am curious to know when he comes back if Pete, the body, has a problem with Billy handing out five oinkers or Willie. He Billy.
6: will. Yeah. To, which,
5: to which Billy will say, then do your job, pal. That's that's what Billy will say in response. So I don't have an issue with it. Um, I think that Greg, who was a little scared, scurred to do another Canadian bacon, comes back with a second five oinker. I mean, look, this is going to hit Warwick, New York's newspapers tomorrow morning, <laughs> and I'm sure DA will have to address it at some point.
6: CC Andrew Marshand.
5: If I had any knock on it, if it would keep me away from a 5 oinker which personally, I probably would have given it a four-five. I would have given it a four-five. That's four what five. I it thought says, I was
6: getting, to be honest.
5: I think you took way too long at the beat. You had a too many funny, lo- too much funny could be a bad thing to finally get into the game. It was like a paragraph and a half before we got into the game. That would have been my only minor quibble. Minor quibble, Billy. You had no minor quibbles before we get to bogus.
6: The only, no, not really. I mean, the only. I was gonna give him a four point seven five. Mm. But I guess, I guess I'm not a good grader at this. Then <laughs> no, 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 Billy, don't don't stand up for no, yourself. No, it's okay, no, no. Billy.
0: Don't back down,
6: Billy. Well, no, I'm not. Stand I'm, your grade, buddy. We have no problem with it. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not. It's not that I'm backing down. It's just that I haven't really had much experience with it yet.
0: Yes, I think that's the key here, is that Billy Billy. has not listened to every bacon, so maybe he's lost a little of the context of what's good and what's perfect. There's
5: there's two factoids though you need to know, Billy. Number one, there's a simple rule. If Pete could do it, anybody could do it, so you're totally fine. That's rule number one. Number two, you're literally hitting a button that plays the sound (laughs) of a pig squealing. It is okay. Whatever grading system you want to go with is okay.
0: (laughs) Says the guy that complains about every grading system Uh, that doesn't favor him.
5: Time out. I haven't done the last two days, but objectively grading, I have been in the ballpark the two straight days Billy is graded in that ballpark. So how am I going to crush him for that?
0: But you have already said just this morning that we are moving the goalposts again because we didn't penalize Caserta for asking for a one-hour delay.
5: We have breaking news. Uh Uh-oh. Breaking news. Oh, boy. Pete the Body has texted. Oh. No controversy. That was a five. Sean, shut up. So, Pete, grading from the hospital. Wow. Has awarded Caserta five oinks justifying the Billy grade. We have two judges now that have given Greg Caserta a second five oinker on the season. Um. Wow, Bogus, do you have any comments before we get Pat Boyle in here who looks to be seething standing back there yeah. on the A NBA show song? Yeah,
0: I mean, how about the burgeoning rivalry? Because has only gotten five oinks. He's two for two. Boyle remains the king of the oinks. But how safe is his throne? How loose is that crown on his head at the moment? I got to be honest, I, I did not think that was a five oinker. Four, seven, five, if we had tenths of an oink, but Maybe you could have gotten four eight, four nine. The first the other one was better, as Greg I already agree. said himself. I but just guys, this one just wasn't perfection for me.
5: We need to stop with that part of this, okay? And it isn't even coming from me. If something Who's is it given coming a, from then. No, no. Well you gotta remember, there is a cap on this. The cap is five oinks. So if something has already been given a five oinks and you say, Wow, that was near perfection or perfection. I still like the other one better. That doesn't mean it also shouldn't get five oinks because this thing could have extended, right? Caserta's—if this was blown up, Caserta's first one could have been seven oinks, and this is still five. If something's a five, it's a five, even if something is better, in my opinion. Because you mean to tell me now we've had like what five different five oinkers? Whether it's me, Boyle, Caserta, yeah, one of them I'm sure is the best of the five oinkers, but they still could all be five oinkers in their own right. Get what I'm saying?
0: I, I do, and th- that's—we've had you and know, I've had the conversation on side. B, C of the of the PGP, yeah. like figuring out, do we need a new thing for boil? Like, does boil does one boil mean five winks? <laughs> so, like, we I understand the the limitations of the scoring system, but I still the what my point of referencing the first Caserta is there were a couple of like jaw dropping moments in that one. This one lacked the one signature moment that usually okay. requ- gets you the five.
5: The Pistons won an NBA Finals without a true signature star.
0: Yeah, so again, and I'm getting I, I give him a 4-8, a 4-9. Yeah. So we're, I mean, we're well, basically there, but I want to save the five oinkers yeah. for the truly special well, ones. And I thought it was that one was just a little bit south of that.
5: We have two judges that have both, you know, now a lot of history with hitting the oink button, tell you it's a five. So Billy, well done. Boyle. You have been crowned the king of the oinks. Now we have a guy who's 2-for-2 two two on five oinkers. You seem to be a little upset in the background there. Have you collected yourself here before greeting the media?
4: No, I, I thought Greg's bacon was great. Um, I'm not a judger. I'm not a grader, so I'm not going to give a score. I will say this. You said we have two people that have a lot of history of giving out oinks. So this is Billy's, what, second time? <laughs> well, that's history. <laughs> so you've got a rookie judge, and you got Bilotti in the hospital, dazed and confused, don't know what's going on, and probably just saying that it was a 5-2 spite you. So <laughs> yeah. I don't think Pete was really giving a, a, a good grade there. I think Boyle. Wow. The oh. okay.
5: Wow.
4: Yeah. I, think that right? ass- I think that assessment is
5: wow. spot on. Ooh. Guys, if you heard that voice, you know, it's Pat Boyle. If you heard what was coming out of his mouth, you would have thought it was me. That was, <laughs> that sounded very Meraz like a little on your territory, making a lot of excuses to why the grader was wrong. I've been crushed and dragged for that. Mm interesting interesting so Boyle now really cares now Boyle I also want to remind you you very well could have stepped up and said no I want the honor of grading the oinks you gave it to Billy Billy popped right out last thing he needed to do today after being ridiculed by Jack was coming and hit the oinks again he did so and he did it well you need to
4: relax a little bit you could have done it pal I'm not going to demand the spotlight to to grade the oinks. B- Bogus is the one that said, let's have Billy do it. He's the one co-hosting today. He's in the power chair since you're at home sniffing boogers. And
5: <laughs>
6: wow. that's, that was that. <laughs>
5: wow. Okay, just a side note on this game real quick, too. NHL has to at least love this. No two sweeps. We get back now yeah. uh, to Vegas for a game number five. So we'll see. Maybe we get a little Celtics moment here from the Dallas Stars. Uh, by the way, the deep deep in the heart of Texas moment was great. That was the, I thought that was the signature moment, and he included the clap I think, which was really good. Thank you. Yeah, different kind of clap than Boyle is used to as well. Uh, okay. YouTube, mm. by the way,
0: the YouTube chat very much in favor of the five wing. So it's not just Billy, it's not just Pete. The YouTube watchers mm. are also chiming in, almost exclusively and unanimously giving. A five oinks took a wow. So Do
5: YouTubers even know what a five oinker is? Do all of eight of accounts chance. that Rob's no. made yeah, up exa- even know that? <laughs> <laughs>
4: They have no idea what it is. Exactly. YouTube chat is a sunken place. So really, wow. what, 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 you you they, what do they have to successful? call? Oh, no, they're good people.
6: We I got just joke you, about YouTube.
5: I love YouTube. Why are we just, by the way, Twitch these, snobs. The YouTube people. Are great people are tuning to the show. We're knocking them. Why? Why? Because
4: this is a Twitch stream. It should always be a Twitch stream. That's where we should be driving the traffic. Now you've got a house divided. And one house obviously has no legitimate saying things.
5: No, first first of all, DA did this by by basically dismissing ever going on Twitch and I went on YouTube, so it caused the Twitch people <laughs> have a little pride. Midnight fifty one says it's a five oinker. Glorious Splat called it a four seven five. Uh Root Beer Floats a loser. And that's about it. That's all we got out of the, the Twitch stream right now.
0: So- There's people in the YouTube chat taking odds on a boil versus caserta bacon cook off. Oh man. Wow. That's how fast things are moving in this chat.
5: But what what about me though? I'm the king of the orcs.
0: No, you're not.
6: You're not included in this. You I lost in the play in 20. I know what the fans want. I would rather see a mraz Boyle standoff. We've done that. We did it's We it wins. We did, and I think everybody loved it but DA. Oh, okay. That's always <laughs> yeah. good. When the when the guy yeah. driving the ship goes, nah, we're not doing that.
5: Now, real quickly before we get to uh, our update, Zach Gelb has also texted me. Zach Gelb, the host of the Zach Gelb Show, 6 to 10. He has alerted me that we should be banning Jack from Bob's Bar, and he has put down the declaration, I will not park his car, and if he shows up, I
4: will boo him out. Well, Jack's so elite. He's so elitist. He'll probably have an Uber driver take True. him. Can he we, might can make we, Cap drive him.
6: Can we do a poll? Who listens to this station more when they're not working, Belotti or Gelb?
4: Oh, it's Belotti.
6: Uh, it might be are Gelb. We, are we sure? Gelb's this...
4: always listening.
6: Always. always. Gelb texted me... An hour and a half ago. Like, it's 7 a.m. He yeah, does a late show, doesn't he? Well, you yeah. either
5: that or watch Hickey do peanut butter videos from the shower with his hair well,
6: out. And speaking <laughs> of that,
0: Zach did text me yesterday <laughs> requesting a clarification. The Hickey in the shower video is not an official Zach Gelb show bit. It's
5: not a property.
0: The peanut butter thing was, but Gelb is not taking responsibility for it. Hickey in the shower.
5: Okay. Yeah. Uh, the dastardly bastard tweets in. <laughs> I'm listening on delay. Why did that guy call this morning sounding like he was wearing the Laramie Tunzel gas mask? Poor backwards. <laughs> poor, poor backwards Brian is gonna have uh, gonna have a problem. Steven and and South Carolina, I think that is, tweets and a new king of the oinks, Pat Boyle. We need a face-off, so people are clamoring for that a little bit here.
2: It's a Friday fiesta. Here's what our listeners in the Target Demo are up to. All
5: right, Bogues, Let's start it off with Gabe Caserta, who tweets in, watching on Twitch, the only place to watch you guys. Hoping that I'll see more than two people playing defense during the next Heat Celtics game this weekend. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. That's <laughs> <salt.
4: laughs>
0: so. Uh, Bill on Facebook. Good morning. Listening in Appleton, Wisconsin on XM 158. Brad, some burgers this weekend. It'll be amazing. Hashtag Target Demo Friday.
5: Uruguayan World Cup team. Bretton Boise says, I'll be listening to the podcast version of the show later using Apple Podcast. I'm going to be in Lowe's smoking a Wagyu shoulder roast this weekend. Usually if they have hamburgers and hot dogs type of weekend. But in honor of D.A., I'm smoking something. Hashtag have fun with your weekend.
0: He's going to be in Lowe's smoking yeah. beef? I,
5: I don't, don't sounds, understand. That sounds illegal. It sounds like he doesn't want to buy the smokers, so he's just going to go in and use it. <laughs> I think that's why they're set up in Lowe's. Yeah. Work yeah. smarter, not harder.
0: Yeah. Uh, Austin Fry, good morning, DA and crew from Boise, Idaho. Listening in the truck on the way to work on 95.3, the ticket. This weekend will be filled with barbecue, beers, and friends. Who cares?
5: Alan tweets in, listening online just outside. Loser peg, already jonesing for another NHL game. Alan. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. Woof,
0: woof. Andrew Frederick on Facebook. Morning from the land of the lost here in Harrisburg, PA. Listening on 96.5. Nothing crazy food wise this weekend, just the backyard basics burgers, brats, and some cold beer. Holy smokes.
5: I'm going to read two back to back just because so I want to get, make sure I get this first one in. Send your pant leg tweets in. Julio down by the schoolyard, walk off. Flip that bat, buddy. Then AJ tweets in. Listening from Baltimore on the Odyssey app. Thanks for saying good stuff about our city. It's an underrated gem. Congrats to DA and Pete on their kids. Have a three year old and a seven month old. Meat and at least two types of pasta salad, which is the best part of this season. Hashtag target demo Friday. Poopoo butt.
0: Ooh. Uh, Al, congrats to Pete and D.A. Rick doing the same thing as well from Sacramento. Are we, at what point do we stop congratulating them? It's like the New Year's thing, right?
5: Uh, Monday, the cutoff.
0: Right? When we come back on Tuesday, it's like it never happens.
5: Exactly. Okay. But again, it's on the marquee at Bob's Bar.
0: That's true. Don't forget. That's I it. Hate I got, I'm out. I'm done.
5: All right. So I'll keep rattling off a couple more. Dan from Mechanicsburg. Happy Target Demo Friday, guys. Caught the first hour on 96.5. The rest on Amazon later. Looking forward to the three-day weekend. Loving the idea of taco-dip hot dogs and possibly making some special deviled eggs? Hashtag beam me up. Hashtag chef Dan. Uh, Hold on.
0: I got a new one from Gabe Caserta. Okay. Watching on Twitch, the only place to watch, you guys. Are Hoping you that I'll see more than two people playing defense during the next heat. Celtics team this weekend. Yes, I'm realizing now that you already read that. I didn't at first. I'm sorry. Back to you, Sean.
5: And oh. down the stretch they come. Jeez. Phil Keto tweets and listening on the Odyssey app while driving through rural central Georgia and route to visit family and friends for Memorial Day weekend. We'll be cooking a few tomahawk ribeyes nice. via reverse shear for the Memorial Day to get-together. Uh, get Hashtag target demo Friday.
0: Titans! reverse wow. sear? I don't know that. What does that mean?
5: I don't know. I guess sear it reversely?
0: But how do you do that?
5: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Tommy Topspin, though, tweets in, this weekend I will have burgers, dongs, grilled chicken and veggies mm-hmm. to stay healthy, baked beans, pasta, sell corn on the cob, lots of cold booskies, hard Arnie's, and lover boys. Wiffle ball with the kids, golf with my bro, go Celtics. I Ria. And fat bastard tweets in, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back ribs, chilies, baby back ribs. Bing it a bang it a boom dang dung ding jong.
0: All right, I'm glad I stumbled upon this. I've never heard of this before, but I'm doing it this weekend. A reverse sear yeah. is you cook steak low and slow, and then at the very end, you up the temperature and sear it to finish. Ooh. As opposed to st- All right, I'm he. I like that. That's a keep. That's a good idea.
5: Keep those juices in. All right. Uh, with that, let's get to your epic fail. I think we have a call on the line after. So here's your epic fail. Um, because Boyle's a hard hat guy, we're gonna go throwback style. You didn't get to hear TA really today, so why not? Somebody who's getting banned from Bob's War might be Jack Stern, and DA does his best. Jack Stern, a little throwback fail to send you into the weekend.
2: Even the DA show is not perfect. We know, shocking. Here's the epic feel. How could you lead with that? How could you lead with that? That classic Jets chant.
5: (laughs) Could you imagine him in Section 314 in September doing that chant? What is wrong with this guy? Here's
2: Fireman Ed. J-E-T-S. Jets. 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 Let's go Jets. (laughs) Let's go Jets. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Let's go Jack
2: Mick <laughs> <Jack> Jagger now? <laughs> Brown sugar Why don't you feel
5: so good? Brown sugar I don't you feel so good? Let's
6: yeah, go yes. Jack Brown sugar <laughs>
2: Let's go Jets. Let's
3: go, Jack!
1: <laughs> Let's go, Jack! Jay, E, J, S, J, J, J. Let's go,
2: Jack! <laughs> 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 He uh-huh. just
1: takes him and throws him over the balcony. <laughs> Stop me up. Stop me up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't
7: make the quiet. Stop let's me up.
1: Stop me up. Stop me up. Aaron, <laughs> let's go Jets.
2: Let's go Jets.
1: Gary
5: Wilson gonna catch the passes. Stop me up.
1: <laughs> he never made a wish list.
7: <laughs> Epic
2: fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail.
5: Oh, a little taste to go into the weekend. Maybe DA's best moment of the year could be a top 12 DA. We congrats to DA and Pete. Are right, real quickly John and Idaho on the line, Patty? Yes. John, what's up, man? Hey, good morning, Sean. Can you beam me up?
2: <laughs> hey, great show. I'm listening to
4: you as always in the truck, driving back and forth from Boise to Meridian. I just wanted I have an idea for a podcast I wanted to pitch to you. Sure, what is it? Greg and uh Pat Boyle get together and do the boiling point. Just talk about sports topics every day. Go off for about thirty minutes. Alright, John. Thanks for the
5: call. Let's pitch it to Pat. Pat, have you considered the boiling point as a podcast with you and Caserta? I'd do unpromised... be down with that,
4: especially for Greg. He gets about as fired up as I do. So, yeah, I think the two of us yelling about stuff would be great. Although, I can't take his not watching the NBA. Well,
5: that's going to be an issue. How could Greg, who calls LIU college best games, not watch the NBA at all? And by the way, I don't necessarily love the NBA at all times either. But I think, don't think you can do an all-sports podcast and not have a clue. The boiling point. By the way, Caserta would have to be yielding there. How about inserta himself into a podcast?
0: As the title? Yeah. No.
5: Okay. All right, I'm off to the dermatologist to get a splinter out. Thanks to Andrew Bogus. Bogus, great week as always, pal. Best
0: of luck to you in your hand, Sean.
5: Thanks to Pat Boyle on the wheels of steel. Christophus
0: Porzingis.
5: Thanks to Pat Boyle, your executive producer. Mark Manning. Thanks to Billy Jockalone on your oinks. Thanks to Greg Caserta. Thank you to all the mothership disconnects.
1: Now, wait a minute.